Welcome to Engage Your Tribe, a podcast about the art and science of audience engagement. I'm Jeremy Shear, and my guest is Greg Malacane, VP of Marketing and Customer Success at Endowed Solutions. Greg, great to have you on the show. Hey, Jeremy. Glad to be here. Looking forward to the discussion. So Engage Your Tribe is brought to you by Tribal Knowledge Podcasting. We are a full-service B2B podcasting agency, and we help brands use podcasting as a way to have great discussions with people you need to get to know to grow your business. You can learn all about it at tribknowledge.com. Okay, so Greg, back to you. I want to start with a question that I hope doesn't put you on the spot too much, but I like asking people to tell a story about their weirdest or craziest or just funniest marketing moment, if you can think of one. Yeah, I'm sure I didn't want to dig too deep. Of course, with Endowance, we've really turned on the marketing only in the last year and a half or so. Mm -hmm. But I do remember a webinar we were hosting with a customer and a partner and trying to narrate our way through this discussion. I forgot the partner's name. <laughs> you know, it wasn't very funny at the time. It was it was pretty yeah. embarrassing. You know, so that I mean that that's close enough, you know. That was that had its moment in time and hopefully it doesn't happen again, right? Yeah, that's that what so what happened? Like did you did you just manage to get through the whole thing without having to mention the person's name? Well, it was it was the initial introduction as we're going through it. Of course I had notes in front of me and I uh -huh. just, you know, I was looking at my desk trying to find my notes and uh, it finally came you know, I I of course I remembered afterwards, but Right. Initially, as we're going, you know, the early introductions and trying to warm the audience up, right. uh, I lost it. So what what did you do when it came time to introduce that person? I, you know, I kind of fumbled through it. You know, yeah. we, we're, we're certainly happy to have them. They were a great customer. And yeah. All those good reasons, right? Except I couldn't remember his name. So, <laughs> man, yeah. that is embarrassing. Absolutely. And that that is crazy. Yeah. I mean, it, and it just happens, right? Like. You do all the you preparation know, I, and then just, oh, wait, wait a minute. What's this dude's name? I don't know. Yeah, just drew a blank. You <laughs> oh, know. man. Oh, it wasn't family related, so that's good. But, yeah, uh, okay. Well, we've all... The, we've all the business family, right? We have... Exactly. We've all been there. We've all been there. I'm horrible yeah. with names. Like, I can be at a some gathering and someone will tell me their name and I forget it literally within the next second. I just can't remember. Yeah, it's, I, I'm kind of the same. I'm trying to get better at it, but yeah, it happens. It, it does. It does. But you survive to tell the tale. So yeah, here, exactly. so that, so that's good. All right. Thanks for sharing that. So now, sure. now on to what we, well, actually, before we get on to what we're actually going to, yeah. what we're actually going to talk about, Endowance Solutions, give us a few words. What are you guys all about? Yeah. So, so we're experts in integrating front office and back office solutions. So CRM and ERP uh, solutions pretty major applications for many companies. We tend to focus in manufacturing and in the Salesforce ecosystem. So primarily Salesforce on the CRM side, we work with most of the major ERP systems on, on the back office side. And then everything else that Salesforce brings into play, service related, marketing related, all those pieces. Customers tell us we cover 85% of our business requirements right out of the chute with our a one office Duet 360 product. So we do have a product that's packaged. We manage it 24-7 from an integration standpoint. So there's all those all those really good things that come along with automation. Anytime you integrate, you you know, you you streamline, you you, you get better at you you automate manual processes, things that get things that get stuck along the way. 
So you get you get improvements in sales efficiency, information sharing, and just the pure ability to report on information that's stuck in your back office system. So a lot of companies do integration. So there's you know there are mm-hmm. a lot of uh, other vendors out there. We have a product, and and that's the difference, our, mm-hmm. our differentiation. So now this year we've launched a new product, Duet 360 for IIoT. So we've taken our business vision. And we've coupled that with the ability to reach the end customer. A lot of a lot of businesses, I should say, corporations, global organizations today, aren't, aren't reaping the benefit from their service revenue. And, and it's our vision that we can bring real-time information right to their fingertips about a machine that they sold to an end customer, you know, in the Eastern Hemisphere, track that machine ongoing, and, and look for anomalies. In, in, its, in its performance. So gl- glossing over it, a lot of it, obviously, but that's our, mm-hmm. that's our latest. And the only other thing to mention really is we were a service company. Our, our mm-hmm. heritage is kind of in business consulting. So that's where a lot of our knowledge comes from. It's, uh, and it gives us the ability really to, to think through and, and design products you know, that deliver benefit to manufacturing customers. Mm-hmm. Okay. Great. Thanks. Very cool. Thanks for that. And listeners, for anyone who's interested in learning more, we'll put a link to Endowed Solutions in the show notes and a link link to Greg's LinkedIn page. So you can connect with Greg Greg if you like. I do answer uh, messages and emails and phone calls. So uh, love to hear hear the feedback. Okay. Excellent. Now, speaking of LinkedIn, I know that one of your main goals this year is getting more brand recognition. You mentioned just a bit ago that you kind of switched on the marketing machine, like kind of recently, like maybe just about a recently. And so I know that one of your strategies for increasing brand recognition is to develop your presence on LinkedIn. So why LinkedIn in particular? So let, let me let me uh, back up a little bit from that. Well, LinkedIn in particular, because it's it, it's a business platform. Yeah. And from a social media standpoint, we've made several weak attempts at trying to schedule our presence on other social media platforms. Just, just we didn't have the bandwidth to cover it. Mm-hmm. And so LinkedIn is something we're all present on. It seemed like the easiest, easiest of all the platforms to, to make emphasize our presence. But in looking at the notes, I think when it comes to brand recognition, there are a couple of other things I think I wrote down here that are that are really important. One is partnerships. We've always been a heavily focused partner company. And I think that impeded some of our marketing efforts for a long time because we were so strong with our partners, you know, mm-hmm. all our business, we get bring, we get, we get brought into deals because we're experts at integrating. A lot of companies, you know, are, will customize an integration or don't have the background that we do. So, so we, we built a lot of strong relationship with ERP partners and Salesforce vendors as well. And we continue that strategy, but now I think because we're, we're branching out into a whole new area in the IIoT world, Industry 4.0, that we're, we're trying to stand out a little bit more on our own. So from a, from a thought leadership standpoint, I think not only for our brand, but what we do and how we do it, why we do it, LinkedIn gives us an opportunity to, to stand out in thought leadership. Now, I think we have a... Uh, bit of a marketing effort internally to, to bring that out. You know, a, a lot of it is on articles and, you know, making sure that you're, you're reaching out with the right message to manufacturing companies. And in, in our case, 
And I think LinkedIn is, is one of the platforms that allows you to do that fairly easily. Mm -hmm. I, I tend to, I know I'm guilty of promoting all the time, but I'm a relationship guy, always have been. So, so I, like, I like connecting with people that have similar interests, regardless of what it is. If we're, if we're kind of in the same industry, you know, we share ideas. And I like people to get to know us as a company and as a culture as, as much as they can. I mean, I think LinkedIn is a, is a good platform to do that. So, so that's one of, the, one, of the, one of the reasons, I think. Mm -hmm. But as we, as we grow into this space, and the IoT world is, is, is fairly new for us. We're, we're gaining a lot of presence through partnerships, through our relationship with Gartner, which has been really important. And I think now, because we're, I almost hesitate to say we're a, a disruptor in that space, because we're, we're not a large company, but we kind of are. Our, our, we have a unique offering. And with that being the case, I think thought leadership is, is very timely. We, we've got to step out and tell everybody this is what we're doing and this is why we're doing it mm -hmm. and how you can benefit from it. So mm -hmm. that was a long-winded way of saying, yeah, we're kind of using LinkedIn. <laughs> and here's why. <laughs> yeah, no, but I, I get it. I mean, at the end of the day, LinkedIn is, is a great platform. It's where your customers are, I take it. And so it's just the, the most yeah. efficient way to reach them. And so now, of course, you know, anyone can create, any company can create a, a, a page on LinkedIn. Sure. I spend a lot of time on LinkedIn. It's probably the, the, the only social media platform I really spend a bunch of time on. And there's a whole sort of school of thought or competing schools of thought about how to use LinkedIn. You know, it's one thing to be on there. It's one thing you can post a bunch of stuff, but actually getting engagement and, you know, I'm still trying to figure this out. Uh, you know, how do you get people to actually pay attention to the stuff you put on there? And there are some, some people have cracked that code, you know, get hundreds of comments and likes and all that. Not me. I'm still figuring that out. What's your thought on that? You know, what, when you, do you, what's your, what's your guy's approach to LinkedIn and actually getting the most value from it? That's a great question. I think we're learning as well. You know, we're you know in our in our marketing efforts, we're we're just starting to we're just starting to ramp up. As a matter of fact, one of our major efforts, one of the things I know you wanted to ask was, uh, you know, what we're doing this year. We're blowing up our website, which is way past its time, and and that will allow us to do to, to do lots of other lots of other things related to driving traffic to the website. I don't have you know I don't think as a as a team we hesitate to drive traffic to the website. I don't think it's representative of, of our product and what we do by our best foot forward. So that's, that's a major, that's a major effort for us for this year. Strategically, I, I had a conversation with a company a couple of weeks ago and it was, it was around thought leadership and LinkedIn in general. So, mm -hmm. you know, there's, I think there's ways for us to update, update may not be the right way of saying upgrade our, our profile, all of our profiles, the senior, senior team, and, and represent ourselves correctly. I like to, you know, find somebody that engages and, you know, continue a discussion without, you know, pounding them with, hey, you need this, you know, we're, we're the best product out there. We'll get to that, you know, but I like to develop yeah. a need ahead of time. But the strategy itself, we're, we're still young in understanding uh, how to use the ads, how to boost your presence. We've, you know, dabbled in, in, in both of those areas. And, and I think I, I think the ad process is a tricky one. 
You can spend a lot of money on LinkedIn without getting a whole lot of traffic. I think it's also as going with a lot of social media, it's being consistent. You yeah. know, it's it's repetition, it's repetition. And then when you have a chance to engage, make sure you take advantage of it. And that's also something we're focused on. You know, I think strategy alone is great, but and repetition and consistency should be part of that strategy. And that's it. That should be an easy one that we that we all can uh, participate in as a team. So, yeah, no, yeah. that makes that makes a lot of sense. I think for for sure, and, I, and this probably goes for all social media, not just LinkedIn, but I think consistent right. posting, not giving up. You know, yeah, not yeah. giving up right away if if you're not hitting it out of the park or, you know. Um, and what I see a lot is the people who seem to do the best on LinkedIn, just if the if engagement is any, you know, is a sign of that. I, I'm sure it is. You know, people commenting um, on their posts, they're offering, they're almost never talking about themselves. Like, look at me. We won an award. You know, I'm we here. Here's our latest thing. It's always about the about the reader, you know, about the audience. And it's always something like, do are you trying to do this or what do you think about this? And then offering some nugget of advice, some insight, asking a good question, you know, that yes. and, and that that just seems to basically work, at least for at least for the people who are doing it really well. You know what I mean? Yeah, it's, it's, it's a little bit of an art. You know, sometimes you can sit and dwell on the, the, the post you want to make, and then you realize, you know, don't overthink this. You know, yeah. th there's a very small percentage of the audience is going to read this anyways, probably. I mean, you want to you drive as much, as much reaction as you can, but a lot of times we'll just get bogged down in overthinking things instead of just reacting. And, and I think to your point, it's it's having a comment to somebody that posts something and saying, hey, you know, we encountered the same thing. You know, here's how we address that issue, which which would draw somebody in, you know, and they can have a discussion. I, I think and I heavily emphasize relationship building within our team. I also manage customer success, and that's all about relationships. Mm -hmm. And for all of our customers, whether we hear from them or not, you know, the outreach once again, it needs to be consistent and, and strategic. So for our company, it's building good relationships. And that also means our partnerships, quality over quantity. You know, we want to build long lasting partnerships that benefit not only endowments, but also who we're, who we're working with. And that's just good business. You know, I, yeah. I think. Yeah. Right. And, and I think it, and that's true for engaging on LinkedIn and for engaging in any way. Right. And, and I think I like what you said about, you know, having a conversation or contributing to a conversation. And and I think I see a lot of that on LinkedIn. And that's like advice that you get again and again about doing well on LinkedIn and doing well in business generally, like to have the right mindset, right? That it's, you're can hopefully contributing something valuable to an ongoing conversation. And usually what that means is, it's almost never about you about look at again, like, look at me, look at our latest thing, right? It's always, well, that's reacting to somebody else. Oh, that's, that's you, you posted that. That's interesting. That made me think of this. What do you think? Kind of keeping the conversation going. That's participating. Yeah. You know, and, and it's easy not to, it's easy to avoid all those things and, and just hit the like button and move on. But I think when there's something, I think it's okay. When you have something to say, say it, 
you know, and put it out there and, and engage. Yeah. Give in order to get back. Right. It, it's exactly. engage in a way that's not, that's not transactional. That's not always, well, what's in this for me? It, it's, it's really, yeah. I really do have something to offer here or I have a question and, or that's just interesting. And I want to take a few minutes to, you know, in a kind of selfless way. I think that's key. Yeah. I want to, I really encourage our, the owner, owners of the company and our, and our management team to, uh, to stand out that way. You know, and I think when we have an opportunity to build relationships one by one, we should be doing that. And that's a part of our culture, really. Mm -hmm. Yeah. I mean, you know, the more I think about it, the, all the stuff that marketers do posting on LinkedIn, posting anywhere, yeah. it's to get people to come to your website. Right. Sure. But then it really, once you've got that, it's at least in the B2B world, it really, the end goal is let's have a one-on-one -on -one conversation with the decision maker, right? I mean, that's what it's all kind of boils down to is getting to know somebody well enough one-on-one -on -one to the point where you've kind of earned the right to have a discussion about doing business, but that, but you really have to earn that to get to that kind of intimate place, I think. That's what we should all be about. You know, I, I agree. I, I think connecting once again, connecting, Connecting first and building a good relationship leads to good things down the road. You may not end up, you know, doing business down the road, but at least you have an advocate out there. Yeah. And maybe even somebody you can, you know, bounce an idea off once in, once in a while. Yeah. And it's personal, right? I mean, it, it, I think it really takes making that personal emotional connection with somebody to, like you said, whether, especially if you're going to end up doing business together. But even if not, but sure. especially if you are, you need to feel like you can trust that person, you, you know, on, an, like, on like an emotional level. Yeah, well, trust is big. I encourage everybody to be transparent. You know, when you engage with a customer, you're wrong, we're wrong. Let's, let's figure this out. You know, let's, be, let's put everything on the table. Let's hear, uh, let's hear what's going on at this particular point in time and shoot straight. Hey, we screwed up. I'm sorry. We need to fix this for you. Or hang on. You know, we gave you a lot of free time. You know, we're in the consulting business. You know, we did this for you. And now you're coming back and complaining about some of the things that we've done for you. You need to own up to what to your side of this equation as well. And I think that's fair. And most often, if you have a if you have a relationship already with that customer, it's an easier discussion. And if you don't, you're standing out and saying, hey. I want your trust and I'm being, I'm being straight with you. If we, if we may, if we screwed up, we need to fix it. Yeah. But, but it's a two way conversation. Customer yeah. is most often right. Now there are occasions where they're not. That's <laughs> true. No, nope. you may have to, you may have to cut that from this podcast, but, <laughs> but I think that's true. No, I mean, really do. It, it is right. I mean, no one's perfect. Everybody makes mistakes. Every organization sure. makes mistakes, hundred percent. So, okay, a uh, couple quick questions to wrap things up, Greg. So, sure. first, what's been your main focus so far in Q1? We're almost at the end of Q1, but what have you been focusing on? Yeah, the whole thing that's going on in the world today, I think, is kind of unnerved, unnerved a lot of uh, a lot of companies. The last when COVID hit, many companies. We're all into integration, digital transformation, using the kind of tools that, that we sell. 
our, our business really kept on moving pretty steadily and grew. So now we're looking at that same, at, at that same building on that momentum with IIoT. We kind of elevated, elevated our, our message in the market. We're working with partners that can raise our game. And I think that's also important when you're building partnerships, you both have to offer something to the equation and, and raise each other's profile. And I think that's what's what's happening right now around IIoT for us. So we're heavily into promoting both of our companies. And I'll mention the company we're working with is Senzai. Great company, all into AI, predictive maintenance solutions. And our products just seem to fit really well together. So so we're looking to, to grow our base together. That's been a heavy emphasis from email campaigns, from LinkedIn, webinars, uh, we're, we're, we're trying to promote that quite quite heavily. The other thing I mentioned is something I've been after for a long time. Blow the website up. Let's start mm-hmm. over. You know, mm-hmm. We've never really embraced the storytelling that a website should be doing. We do a lot of success stories, but we need to be more prominent, make that more prominent on our website. And that'll, that'll gather in, I think, a lot more attention. So that's major. We're probably a third of the way into that process right now. And then we hope to build on that. But yeah, right now, I think that's kind of navigating through the challenges that supply chain is throwing at a lot of our customers. This the disruption of business in certain areas of the globe. You know, we, we have, we reach out quite a bit to customers and learn how are they dealing with this, you know, and, and I think they've had experience through the COVID period to, you know, to, to navigate some of those challenges. This is, maybe this is even uh more of a challenging period of time uh, for mm-hmm. the people impact, but you know, they've had a little bit of practice. So I think we stay in touch with our customers and, and, and learn from them so, so we can better serve them. Mm-hmm. I think that's really important. Yeah. But those, those are, those are our key emphasis this year for sure. Okay. Absolutely. Yeah. So next question, what are the top three KPIs that your boss uh, pays attention to? <laughs> you know, I saw the question. <laughs> And I didn't, I didn't make any notes to that one. KPIs, um, you know, for us, it's, it's leads, right? It's qualified leads. Mm-hmm. Uh, we, we never, never drive enough of those. So, so that's one that's at the top of his list for sure. I think retaining customers, you know, reducing churn, which, which isn't high to start with, but. You know, you're never going to eliminate it, but reducing reducing churn, keeping customers engaged. You know, part of the customer success effort is to reach out, know what they're doing, be a part of their planning going forward. You know, so that so that we can sell them more, mm-hmm. but but also learn more about their business and what their plans are. So we so we so we grow together, and yeah, I I think so churn. Mm-hmm. Uh, let's see, what would number three be? I'll come back to you on that one. Okay. How's that? All right. Well, those are two two pretty important ones. So They're pretty important. For that sure. covers a lot. And so, and now finally, and you might have already covered this, but what do you and your team hope to accomplish this year? Yeah. Well, I think once again, wrapping back into brand recognition. Mm-hmm. You know, website's going to help a lot. You know, the way we the way we present ourselves to the market, standing out on thought leadership. You know, we have a great opportunity to to, to put ourselves out there and, and be a leader in this in this category that we're that we're chasing. I think those are really important. And and all of us, whether we're 
you know, whether we're cold calling, whether we're doing just following up with a customer, whether we're engaging with each other, it's all about, you know, continue to, to drive, to drive relationship building for the long term. Okay, great. Well, I like how we, we brought that full circle. I like it. Came we all the way it. around. We came all the way. We took the loop, and now we're back where we started. <laughs> so, well, Greg, thank you very Good much for, for, for all that. Really enjoyed the conversation. A lot of great insights. Thanks for your time. Jeremy, it was a pleasure. Let's stay in touch. That's it for this episode of Engage Your Tribe. You can subscribe anywhere you get podcasts on any podcast app. And while you're at it, you might as well give the show five stars and leave an over-the-top comment about how much you love the podcast. Engage Your Tribe is brought to you by Conversa Podcasting. Check us out at conversa.com, that's Conversa with two N's, to learn more about how we help B2B brands start podcasts to connect through conversation with the buyers and decision makers they need to get to know to grow their business. Thanks for listening, and we'll see you next time.